You're listening to the Realized Empath Podcast, where we get real about loving and stumbling through our sensitive lives with your host and holistic counselor, Kristen Schwartz, who helps redefine what's possible for an empath who embraces a path of self-healing. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Realized Empath Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for joining me, and let's dive in. So today, we're going to talk about boundaries, which um, maybe if you're like me, um, maybe you didn't grow up with boundaries, maybe boundaries weren't modeled to you, and maybe, just maybe, you're sick of hearing the word. It's, it, it's an overused word, but uh, not overused in the sense of it's not important, that boundaries aren't important. Um, it's one of those things that is spoken about so much because it is that important. So what if instead of us as empaths or highly sensitive people, what if instead of expecting ourselves to toughen up, to grow a thicker skin, to not be so sensitive. What if we created the boundaries that would help us honor and love and celebrate our sensitivity? Like, what would that be like? I'm going to say that would be fantastic. So let's talk a little bit more about boundaries. So what are boundaries? Like a boundary is basically a guideline that we set for ourselves and boundaries show others how we expect to be treated. So a boundary isn't a wall for avoiding close relationships or making the other person wrong. They're not meant to be an ultimatum or punishment for bad behavior. They, they're not meant to limit the other person. And they're not supposed to be a way to manipulate someone to behave the way we want. Now, I say that, and I also want to make sure that when I was going through the process of transitioning from no, no boundaries to implementing boundaries, that space that I was in in the beginning was very much about survival. And so I ended up differentiating survival boundaries from empowered boundaries. And survival boundaries to me are boundaries that are set from that space of overwhelm where we've gone most of our life without them and we've hit a wall and we're like, something has to change and we know we need to implement them. There's a lot of resentment that we're still holding on um, in terms of our relationships because we didn't set boundaries early on. And so sometimes when we set those boundaries at the beginning, it can be difficult not to be in the space of like they can be set from a space of not being kind. They can feel very rigid. And sometimes we can struggle with actually communicating them in a calm way. Once we move into healing and really expanding our self-awareness, those boundaries that were originally set from survival will shift naturally into a more empowered state. And the new boundaries that you transition into are going to be based on overwhelming compassion and love for yourself and just having no shame anymore in terms of what your needs are and you're setting boundaries from that foundation of self-love. So there's different types of boundaries. There's energetic boundaries 
and then there's personal boundaries. So energetic boundaries are boundaries that are set when we're aware of our own energy limits and drains. So we're responsible for setting and enforcing those. So our energetic limits are not the result of someone else being wrong, but an awareness of ourselves and commitment to our well-being. So energetic boundaries are unseen and they're unexplainable. Um, and there's not, it's not like something that you can convince someone else of that need. You're the only one that lives in the body that you're in, and you're the only one that can say what does and doesn't affect you and what your energy needs are. Then you have personal boundaries. Personal boundaries are physical, meaning personal space, or emotional boundaries, which could be how much I can take in emotionally, sexual boundaries, what I'm comfortable with, intellectual boundaries around gaslighting or being belittled. And then you have time boundaries around your time, which would be your availability. In terms of the highly sensitive person and empath, where can we, are there common areas that we can lack boundaries? And in terms of my experience and life I've lived and the work that I do and the clients that I've worked with, I can say that some that are more common are understanding what energy is ours and what energy is someone else's. And then um, another thing would be helping or inserting our help without asking. That would be, that can be an energetic boundary and also a physical boundary. But we're when we start to sense someone else's energy, let's say we're standing in front of someone and we we pick up on sadness, okay? It's really not, we're not sensing that because it's our job to transmute that energy, which I've talked about before on a previous episode. But it's, it's just there for us to witness. But sometimes we can get in the habit of helping and inserting ourselves. So we use our empathic abilities to cross over someone else's energetic boundaries because we believe they need it or we know what they need, right? So another way uh, we can lack boundaries is pushing ourselves till burnout. So this comes hand in hand with connection to our body. So that self-awareness, because we'll get those little pings from our body to let us know, hey, something's not right. Come back into alignment. What, you know, and then we'll, if we're paying attention to our body, then we'll notice those moments in time where we can do the things that we need to do, take action to care for ourselves. A lot of us, though, if we are disconnected from our body or we don't trust our body or it's easy for us to kind of not pay attention because we feel so much that we ignore those little pings from our body and then we end up pushing ourselves to burn out or overwhelm. Codependency, people-pleasing, um, like the second example um, that's another way we can lack boundaries is inserting ourselves into fixing others. And then another place we may lack boundaries is assuming we know what someone else feels or what they've been through because we feel it. So that can be projection, especially if we are filtering the energy we pick up from others through the lens of our own trauma. So let's talk a little bit about an empath and our ability to be aware of the energy around us. What do we do with all that we sense? So an empath 
doesn't have those built-in energetic boundaries like someone who's not an empath. So if I'm standing in the room with my husband who's not an empath and he's talking about taking the dog out for a walk and I'm sensing maybe some angst um, underneath the surface, that's me crossing over those energetic boundaries and noticing something that he's not in the space to maybe communicate. He's not ready to talk about it. It's not really important to him at this moment. Um, I cross automatically over where if he's talking to me about walking the dog and I'm responding to that, he's just responding to what I'm actually talking about. He's not noticing the energy underneath the conversation with me. Another thing that can happen when we are aware of energy but don't really quite understand it yet is we can take responsibility for what we feel. So if we pick up on sadness from someone else, we may identify, we may not think, oh, that's someone else's. We identify we identify with it and then our mind goes to search for reasons why we would feel sad and then we basically make it ours and we're like, oh, I'm sad. And then our brain searches for an excuse as to why we're feeling that way. And then we make someone else's feelings our own. Um, Another way that empaths can struggle with their energy awareness is um, the ability to witness and release, Not not having that ability to just witness it and then let it go, right? So identifying it would be, identifying with it would be that example where, oh, I'm sensing sadness that's not mine. I don't need to add thought to it. And then how do I, um, how do I need, what do I need to do? How do I care for myself in this moment so I can just release what I'm picking up on? Another way that we can cause our own suffering is playing the victim. So it's like, I do so much for everyone else and no one helps me. So that is a lack of boundary. So when we pick up on so much from other people and we take responsibility for helping Um, we identify with it, we try to soothe them so we feel better. We think that other people should be doing the same thing, but most other people aren't sensing as much as we are. So then we can put ourselves in this victim stance of nobody, I do so much and nobody does, you know, I don't get the same treatment. Well, because not everybody else is picking up on the energy underneath the words. And even if they were, maybe they're not taking full responsibility for everything they feel to kind of cross people's boundaries and try to fix. So what are ways that we can acknowledge our energetic boundaries? Really like acknowledging it, honoring them, and moving into that more empowered state. So self-awareness is number one. So how do we feel about going to the party? Like how do you feel about going to a party that you're invited to? Great, not great. So the more you notice, the better you'll get at knowing what you need and like honoring it without shame, and focusing on your energy. So when you begin to feel dense energy, you want to bring your focus back to your energy and say things like, you know, this isn't my energy. This isn't mine to feel. Notice the differences between you and the other person. So if you're standing in front of someone and you start to pick up on dense energy, you want to take your mind and and you want to separate yourself from them. So you can say things like, I'm wearing a red t-shirt. I'm wearing a blue hat. And you want to you want to make that separation between the other person and yourself. Another way that you can acknowledge and kind of honor your energetic boundaries is to do visual visualizations or meditations around shielding. Um, I did this early, early on when I was first learning to um, separate my energy from others. 
Another way that you can honor, and this also helps to let go, you can do energy cleansings, you can do grounding, um, and and you can get like double points, right? With grounding, you can go walk through or walk on the earth and put your feet on the earth, but um, double points if you do a, a you know like a visualization while you're grounded and you see the energy escaping the bottoms of your feet and going into the earth. So let's talk about some example boundary scripts. I found boundary scripts really helpful um, in the beginning when I was learning to set and implement boundaries. It I found it helpful to have examples that I could kind of insert into my own personal unique situations because because boundaries were so was such a new idea for me, I really didn't know how to communicate it. And I was also navigating the fear that comes up with, you know, being a recovering people pleaser, like that whole fear of I'm going to lose love, I'm going to lose lose attention. So I had to kind of like soothe myself through this process. So the more support I had in terms of how to organize my words, the more confident I felt in setting boundaries. So here's the first example. You may not continue to yell at me. If you do, I will leave the room. Going forward, I'm not comfortable having conversations about XYZ. You will need to discuss that with someone else. If you continue this behavior, I will ask you to leave or I will leave. I understand you are struggling, but I can no longer be your sounding board. I have a policy of not making snap decisions is another one. I will take time to think this through and get back to you. This is also a really great example that I have a policy of not making snap decisions. If you are simultaneously working on uh, connecting back to your intuition. So you want to give yourself some space to make decisions so you can make it from um, that place of connection to your inner guidance and your body. But you have to have stillness and um, those moments of silence, right? To actually tune into what truth feels like in your body. So giving yourself permission to ask for the time you need to get back before you make that decision. So here's some invor- enforcing boundary scripts, because here's the thing about boundaries. Boundaries aren't just a set it and done thing. Boundaries are a set them and enforce them and set them and, and enforce and enforce and enforce. Because when you If you're in relationships that for years or even decades have not had boundaries, you have to remember that it's not just you that's learning something new. And we all know it takes time to transition and change. So you have to give grace and and also have some patience for those that are learning a new way of showing up, right? So the person you're setting the boundary with, they're learning a new way to show up with you too. So there's going to be some stumbles um, and if you can try your best to not judge and not get angry, right, and then go back into resentment and instead under, understand that enforcing boundaries is part of, it's just part of it. And so enforcing is about you staying consistent with the love that you have for yourself. Enforcing is not about making the other person wrong or bad. So you can do restating as an enforcing boundary script, like maybe I wasn't clear. I'm not interested in discussing this topic. I'm happy to discuss something else. Or like I stated before, I'm not comfortable with that behavior. I'm going to excuse myself now. And 
here's the thing. I am aware that there are going to be some relationships where the crossing is going to continue and you're not going to have, you can't force them to respect your boundaries. And so that's a crossroads that you're going to be in where if this really is about loving you and not unloving them or not be, you know, not accepting them, then it's, you are worthy of someone who respects who you are and what you need. I wouldn't tell you what to do in that situation. So it's going to be one of those situations where you're like, you're at a crossroad and maybe you're saying, you know, why am I staying in this relationship? What's the payoff? Do I need to feel needed? Maybe, um, maybe your fear of rejection or, or, you know, shunning is so strong. Like it's really about going inward and going, okay, so why am I in this relationship if this is what's going to happen consistently? And just go deeper into self-awareness. So where are areas that we might get stuck when it comes to setting and enforcing boundaries? Thinking it's a set and done thing. So like I said, if we get in the mindset of like, I set my boundary, that should be enough, you know, and then we go back into resentment, the, the kind of the cycle of resentment, that's where we can get stuck. Um, thinking, expressing our boundary should be enough. So believing that if someone crosses our boundary, it means they have no regard for us. We have to leave space for uh, humanness. We have to leave space and understanding and compassion for that everyone in the relationship, each person in the relationship is learning a new way to show up. Um, believing that we shouldn't have to remind, follow through, or make tough decisions, forgetting that boundaries are about your respect for yourself, not their respect for you. So I will end with this. So boundaries aren't a set and done. They are an ever-evolving commitment to yourself. Because as we grow and expand and change, so will our boundaries, right? Because our boundaries are set from where we're at now, what we need now, right? And our, our needs may change. So just be flexible and also know this, that I'm not here to say that setting boundaries, if you've never had them in your life, is easy, especially if you come from, um, if you're a recovering people pleaser or you come from, you know, dynamics of codependency. At times, your body can actually feel like you are um, being threatened, right? Or it can feel scary, like you're going to lose love, right? And your nervous system can actually react in full fight or flight. So be patient with yourself. Get the support you need, but you are deserving of boundaries. The whole of you is deserving um, of what you need to show up in this life being the best version of yourself. So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Realized Empath Podcast. Revisit past episodes or contact Kristen at realizedempath.com. Did you love this episode? Please share it with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, sensitive souls.